pushing the boundaries of expectations, rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. We share your hunger for a life without limits. Shout out, greetings, hello, welcome back to your Kinetic Lake podcast, KB's all over the place for manifesting your abundant <laughs> life. I'm so glad to have you back with us today. I'm Stephen Canyon. StephenCanyon.com is the website. And if you would like to be on the Kinetic Lake podcast, the number to call is 720-626-8649. Miss Maggie, you're drawing out. <laughs> KB's all over the place. <laughs> all over the place. How are you? I'm good. I'm ringing out, like you said. Got caught out in the rain. Sorry, guys. Been, we've been... Uh, Getting a late start. Uh, a late start, but we I have to say we kind of got in a hurry coming down off the mountain. Yes. Still pouring right now. Yeah, we hoofed it, though. I love the diversity of the weather as well as the, the vegetation and all the other it's stuff. It's so unpredictable. Totally I mean, one moment it's going to be sunny, no wind, 70 degrees, and then it all changes in a moment. <laughs> and it's raining and it's cold. But we're like really late. Like, oh my God. <laughs> what? I mean, is, is that the best we can come up with? We were, it rained. Come on. Everyone's like, mm hmm. <laughs> so nice try, guys. Well, and running back, though, we started talking about, well, what are we going to do on the podcast today? Yes. I mean, we're really kind of. We're rushing in here today. <laughs> It's strange. Yeah. It's a strange feeling. So what we often do is we'll Lesson just learned. sort of combine a lot of the emails and questions that we get from a bunch of people into one question and maybe address that during the podcast. <laughs> and the best we could come up with was... Well, you've gotten so many recently. I love that you came up with, so like, what am I missing? But I can't say it like, say it. <laughs> I was laughing pretty hard. How do you say it? In so like, early? what am I missing? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> thank you. It, thank you, thank you. But usually when somebody does say that, That's seriously. That's my, I'm getting pulled over voice. So like, what am I missing? <laughs> o- officer, sir. That kind of pulled over? Was I like speeding? <laughs> of what? course not. No, <laughs> I would never. <laughs> well, somebody, usually when they're asking like, what am I missing? That's it's funny. typically a new kinetic believer, somebody that just heard about the law of attraction and they have imagined something, their life being different, and it's not showing up. And so they'll come to me and they'll say, well, what am I missing? Well, and this is such a great topic because I have to say, you know, you mentioned new kinetic believers, but hey, you know, I know I've been doing this for so long and I'll have moments where I get a little stumped. And you think you're doing everything. You're trucking along. It's you're, you're a KB veteran. You've been doing this for years and years and years, and something's off. And there's so many facets to this. There's so much to still learn. Um, so I just, I'm actually pretty excited about this. And it's actually probably better to say, what am I getting? Where, where am I in the process of becoming a mature kinetic believer who's working to change their life by journaling and meditating and being <laughs> thankful and grateful and doing the things that you're supposed to be doing and, and all, the, all of the modalities yeah. that are required in order to mm. manifest your best life? You know, a, a visual that comes to mind often is, you know, when you see the acrobat show and there's the girl that comes out and she's spinning all the plates and she on the on the sticks and she'll sure. like put one on her forehead and on her hands but she'll have like 10 plates that she's right. spinning but it's like sometimes that's kinetic belief and it's like what plate am i not spinning there's something not firing here what cylinder am that's, i missing that's actually not a bad visual because you'll know it if you don't have one of your plates if you've got a wobble in your walk you'll know you'll notice it if <laughs> you, you know what the yes. the modalities are that's so true that's pretty good 
here we are, drying out. I'm still speaking of diversity of weather. My breath. What would your What would you believe your best day to look like? What would be your perfect day? Oh man, um, <laughs> this makes me think of Miss Congeniality. Do you remember that movie? And the Sandra girl, Bullock. Yes, Sandra Bullock. But the uh, redhead, she was on stage in the finals, and and he said, "What What's your perfect date?" looked like and she said well i think april 25th because it's not too cold and it's not too warm <laughs> you just need a light jacket that's pretty funny no okay perfect and do you mean weather wise or just something i'm doing during the day or what is here's what, what i mean okay what would be your perfect day just oh you're not gonna give me clues you know i'm gonna okay here, like, here's, a, here's a clue perfect you want another one? I am paralyzed here's, here's by another, overthinking, Steve. Here's another one. Day. You're picking on me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, you know what? It depends. It depends on what I feel like that day. Because sometimes the perfect day is hanging out at your house and drinking cocoa and watching the snow fall under a blanket. And then um. other times it's going out on a lake and taking a boat out and fishing and swimming and, and soaking up the sunshine. That's also sweet. Very nice. A <laughs> that perf- was a terrible answer. <laughs> no, I don't think so. And of course, I'm thinking for myself, it's spinning those plates accurately, mm. regardless of where I am, and perfecting my kinetic belief walk. And I think also, regardless of where I am or wherever I'm going, I'm going to go in the energetics of unconditional love. <laughs> and then how I respond to... Uh, a bad attitude or a barking dog or whatever it is that sort of would historically get me out of sorts. How do I respond to that? Okay, that's not fair because you come back, you're like, let me give you my enlightened answer. But that's, and I'm like, hot cocoa. <laughs> I sound stupid. But that's why I love you. That's oh one. Of, that's not why, but it certainly fits in the Oh, my word. Okay, hurry. To the Let's full, to the, move yeah. beyond my answer. Well, when you get into the, the specifics of some of the things that we – I enjoy sailing. And we both enjoy horseback riding, taking nature hikes, which can – you know, it's something interesting. When we talk about mm-hmm. forest bathing, hiking, nature hikes, I was thinking you, a nature hike can also just be a walk in the sunset, oh, yeah. a walk during the sunrise, or a, a walk, or even just sitting on a blanket under yes. a starry night sky. Yeah. And that's a, that is a nature bathing. Mm. Just let the sky be the only thing that is, you're watching it move and enjoying the clouds go by. Yeah. That's a nature hike. Mm-hmm. Journaling is a nature walk. Ooh, I like that. In your hookah space in the corner in the back room with your candle and your, your like we have now, a hot cup of, of what all, what is it? You've got lemon juice. Just, and, it's and just the, hot water and lemon, just to warm us it, up. It's, it's refreshing, though. <laughs> so you take that into your hookah space and you get out your journal and you're going on a nature walk. Because, you know, you've got to continually redirect your life's path. And we do this every day by fine-tuning our expectations of the life that we expect to experience, regardless of our feelings, regardless of our emotions, regardless of the neighbor or anything else. We are the final, have the final authority uh, over the life we're going to experience. And the journal enables us to tack, which is changing 
changing course as needed and not being affected by the storms of life to stay on course. You actually, you kind of go to a little, if you're on a sailboat, you go a little to the left and then you go back to the right and back to the left and the left and the left and then the right, (laughs) but you're still headed toward the same destination. Mm -hmm. You're tacking through life. Yeah. I love that you called the journal a nature walk because it really reminded me of when we were creating it. We talked about this a lot. We talked about how we wanted every page to feel as if you were somehow immersed in beauty and reminded you of natural aspects. And I mean, the design completely reflects that as well. Absolutely does. Mm. And so as you're going through the designs of your journal, the the guidance of the wisdom and the uh, repetition of your your articles of belief, your articles of faith, the thing that you are willing to stand forever for, knowing that you're not going to have to stand for long and that no one can come and push you off of your expectations for what you have determined that you are going to manifest in your life, mm-hmm. then circumstances cannot put push you off of the nature walk of your journal. You purposefully pull on the lines of the of the designs in the journal, and you're pulling on the lines of the quotes. You're pur- pulling on the lines of the things that you've been mm. writing. You're going back two, three, four, five days from today wanna, to remember what you've yes. written and to determine the course that you're going to be pushing forward into. And as you're pulling on these lines mm. to stay the course, you... You're hiking, you're elevating your beliefs, and you're raising those up because what you're doing is you're we're maneuvering our actions, whatever they're going to be today. We maneuver our actions, and by doing all of this, you know, we're continuing to develop the core strengths of our determination. I have to say, one of the main reasons that I enjoy being in nature is because I find it incredibly easy to connect with my true genius of purpose, with my highest self, because obviously being a kinetic believer, a huge part of it is being able to function in the real world as your truest self as a kinetic believer. But when I'm out in the forest, when we're walking through the rain, it's as if everything has melted away that isn't true and that isn't authentic. And so I love that you're comparing that sensation to the journal because that is it when you are in the journal really is a space it really is a place that you can inhabit and then if you do it every single day it's it's self-correcting and it's it just it lays everything bare for you to understand and and see somebody could look at you with your journal out at starbucks and say what are you what are you writing what is that what's in the book (laughs) and you you could say it's my higher self Mm. This is my higher consciousness, absent human consciousness. Mm -hmm. This is my blueprint for living my best life. Wow. This is where I'm going, which is away from where I've come from. And I'm going back to the very beginning, which is before where I went. What a beautiful way to tether your highest self into the physical world. Hmm. Yeah. And, you know, you're laughing as we began today's podcast, talking about, well, how complicated, how hard it is to be a kinetic believer, but it's not. What makes it hard is the temptation to do the things that are not part of being the uh, KB, that yeah. is an opposite of what it means to be a KB. Actually, being a successful, powerful, one-of-a-kind, diverse, unique, weird... <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. There's the word. KB. Is that we're we're not doing the expected things. 
we're unbecoming the normality, the normal things of life, the things that uh, we we learn a habitual way of thinking that becomes an instinctively a knee jerk reaction to something someone says, something that we read about, or hear about. We are not naturally responding to those things anymore. You know the miraculous thing about the God particle discovery is that the belief system of a child. Now think about this: of a little kid, of your nephew, your niece, the belief system of that child is all that is required for creating by manifesting what you choose to believe. And so, really, the faith, the belief of a child is all that's required. How complicated can that possibly be? Extremely complicated. If you're an adult, (laughs) try to relate to the kid who has this untainted, uh, miraculous, beautiful imagination. Get down there on your knees and try to play with him for a while and see how hard that is because you have expectations for a different outcome with the blocks than the four-year-old does. Well, and I always love when you take us back to the idea of child like belief because it's it's the original it's the purest form you know it's uh, you use the word untainted it's unadulterated all these words mm-hmm. but the point is that it hasn't been messed with and it hasn't been polluted by all these cur- cultural norms that you're talking about Right, and you can easily know when you've got the attitude of a child, right? Because when we're out in the rain, we just start laughing. I mean, it really is a, uh, you know, it depends. What is your reaction if you're caught in the rain? And I guess it's whatever is under your arm or or wherever you might be going. But you know what? Let it be. Mm. Let just let think. Don't ever be in a position where you feel like you need to hurry or worry. Let things happen as they occur, and learn to laugh. Laugh at your runny makeup. Laugh at your flat <laughs> hair. Be able to laugh at your yes. wet clothes and each other. And and enjoy living. And that is the beginning of experiencing the world and the environment, the life around us through the lens of a child. Because we're going somewhere understanding that it is the belief system of a child where imaginations to become anything from the highest viewpoint is a reality. It's the, re- it's the real tangible thing of life. What you're saying is so vital, this idea of being able to laugh in, in every circumstance of life, because it represents really a lightheartedness. And, and I'm finding myself wondering, you know, why, what is the, what are the mechanics of that? Why is being lighthearted so powerful? Because I have to say, in my experience, in my life, when things are very difficult and I can, and I can adjust my posture to be lighthearted, the power that is ushered in in that moment is so huge, and, and I'm not sure I totally understand why. I love that you're saying when I can adjust my my uh, expectations and my um, posture, the posture to be lighthearted, because it, there is an adjustment. It mm-hmm. is this is a way of life, and the reason this is so vital, Meg, is because when we begin to understand how the imagination works, mm-hmm. we can choose to use the creative power of kinetic belief by journaling with our imagination. We are activating the power of imagination through our journals. It's real. There is one substance in the entire universe 
that is the source for all things created. It is the source of your laughter, your sadness, your tears, your joy, the source of your family, the source of your job, your finances. It's the source of the the car you're driving, the kitchen you're working in. It's the source of the floor you're walking on. It's the source of the forests and the skies and the trees and the stars and all of the things around us. It's the source of the universe. And there is one substance, which is this source. And this substance has within itself the power of our desires or the bias which creates and forms in the empirical world around us all that we can see and touch and taste and smell. And so knowing this, that all things were made and continue to be made from this intelligent substance, there's intelligence in this substance. There is a blueprint. There is an instruction to be responsive to your desires and our imaginations. Wow. And that's what's fill, filling up the inner spaces of the universe. It's amazing to think about how that's permeating everything that we are experiencing in this in this human world, in this in this life that we're in right now. And it's funny because it's sort of full circle. You you started by talking about the building blocks. Mm. You know, a kid is going to use those and imagine great things and vast things much more than a than an adult would but that's what we're doing we're just playing with building blocks still and we have the control and we have the power over that right you know it's the motion of whatever that kid or you or me is the motion of our thoughts and that we're activating within this substance the motion of whatever a creator uh, a human being is hoping for imagining to see desiring to come into your life mm. That attracts mass to form. And so the motion of our belief. Now, and look at the things that you believe as actually having motion to it. Mm -hmm. Wherever you're directing your attention and an expectation for what you see, a bias, uh, experiential knowledge, uh, an expectant outcome for whatever you are directing your attention toward, Mm -hmm. you're putting the motion of your expectation toward the mass to form a circumstance or an outcome. And it's the motion of your belief that changes our circumstances in our lives to align with whatever it is that you're believing for. You know, that's making me think of of a quote that you you use quite frequently, and it's, oh, what is it? I wish I could say it perfectly. It's about having fun with intelligence. What is it? Oh, man. Oh, just and, and I use it often to indicate a purpose for life is having. Well, that's your genius, and having fun with your intelligence yes. is certainly part of of having fun with your intelligence as you are intentionally chasing after what you choose to observe. Your curiosities, whatever. What are you curious about? And as you follow the, your curiosities, you're delighting in and having fun with your intelligence. Well, and that's the. I feel like that's the spirit of what you're telling us today. That's coming through. I'm really sensing that just directly from you that the lightheartedness the fun the childlike belief these are things that on the you know outside looking in they can seem quite silly but the level of power and and the dynamic force that they truly are to to keep us going and help us to forge ahead and actually manifest what we're dreaming of there it's just sort of untapped unlimited power isn't it isn't that exciting that you yeah. begin to know what it is that you're doing mm. you you understand the the power of creation you understand why things are the way they are in your life and then by understanding that and having the knowledge where these things are concerned now all of a sudden hey i can do something about this 
What a great point that is. That's really resonating because I, I vividly, I started violin when I was very young, but I vividly remember learning. Just like you were speaking the other day about when you first started learning the, to play the piano. And it was a little grueling. And I'm not so sure I would call it fun. <laughs> I'm not so sure I would call it a little grueling. It was a lot grueling. <laughs> but it wasn't necessarily yeah. fun. But what you're saying is really resonating that with understanding comes fun. When you mm-hmm. when you start to become highly skilled at a thing, it becomes fun. And the idea that we can become skilled at being a kinetic believer, and then it ushers in this huge wave of excitement and fun and and lightheartedness is it's very hopeful. The lightheartedness is one of the things that you can count on, and that means that you are now taking on the role of an observer, even to your own efforts. And as an observer, <laughs> yes. when you fail at, uh, let's say you you iron one of those those patches on your jeans and it falls off at the most inopportune time. You can be lighthearted about it rather than it ruining your day. (laughs) Right. No, but the only way that the only way while having a natural experience where influencers are part of our everyday life, you know, People are walking their walks. They're doing their thing because just because you're being lighthearted and you're a kinetic believer and you're full of joy and happiness and love and peace and and this this amazing self-prescribed uh, perspective, mm. it's very doubtful that everybody around you is going to, going to be going through the same experience, right? I mean, that would be cool. You'll be the only guy or gal <laughs> Snoopy dancing in the hallway. Unless you're at a kinetic belief rewilding Unless retreat. Unless you're at one of the retreats for KBs <laughs> the then. The big exception. Oh, my goodness. Watch out. I got chills. But oh, man. Influencers are part of our everyday life. And so to stay on our chosen course as a KB – our chosen destination, how we do this is we go into the nature walk of our logbook, our manifesting journal, mm-hmm. the guided journal, the place where all is well. Wow. And so that journal that we're talking about of your life's logs, simply put, the your life journal, I like calling mine that, it's a, it is a record um, beginning with my life purpose, which is to understand what I'm curious about. You know, I have a curiosity about music and the piano where, uh, you know, my, my best guy friend probably doesn't, or maybe he does, but it's, a, it's not relevant to my life's purpose, my curiosities. And then the unfolding highest viewpoints for every single one of my chosen thought forms that I've been chasing down after these curiosities to allow them to come into my life because I'm having, I'm being entertained by my intellect, my, the way that I am observing and watching these things come into my life. I want to experience them now. I want to put my hands to the keys. I want to put my hands in the sap of a tree. And try to figure out how to get it off. Right. Because I'm enjoying it. I'm observing. Every time I put the hammock up. <laughs> right. I'm covered. Been there, done that. Oh, yeah. A little experiential knowledge is not a bad thing. <laughs> That's true. That's but true. but it is the journal, mm. the logbook, that will include our kinetic beliefs, the focus point. You know, we're talking about turning our attention toward a thing. Well, we're turning our attention and expectations. Mm toward those beautifully designed pages in the logbook and the things that we've been scribing, which are then the events of the the management that we're going to literally and practically be putting our hands to in this life and how we operate and the wisdom for operating our lives. That's actually the the beginning of the navigation of our best life. So I want to make make sure I'm understanding this correctly. We are talking about 
when when you have that sensation and you and you really feel like something is missing from your journey from your this adventure that we're on and so are you telling us that we when we have when we know that that something is missing something is not quite operating on all firing on all cylinders that it's the journal itself or is the journal going to reveal the thing that's missing typically when somebody says like we started off you know, what am I missing? Mm-hmm. What am I doing wrong? Why Why isn't this working the way that I think that it should be working? First of all, stop thinking. Sometimes it's better not to think. Often it is. But another way of understanding this, Meg, I think is just as instead of say instead of saying, um, what am I missing or what is difficult? Look at it as resistance. Where is there resistance in your life? Mm. Why am I? Why do I feel there's resistance at work? resistance with my family resistance in the neighborhood what what is the is what is the result of why yeah. am i experiencing resistance and you, the the kinetic yeah. believer is successfully guiding their life paths always by using the logbook their their journal to tack away from res- the very thing that's causing the resistance will be revealed mm-hmm. through the expectations of your your journaling wow and so the journal is essential in this in this uh, capacity to really it's it's unconventional you know we talk about navigating but it's it's not conventional way of navigating where a person is not being for example most people go through life navigating being led by emotions and feelings if you are somebody that's easily manipulated by or you make decisions based on emotions or feelings and your excuse is, well, I'm just intuitive. Be very, very careful. Intuition is not necessarily a feeling or emotion. Feelings and emotions change all the time. There can be physiological reasons why you feel a certain way. And you can it, wait three hours and that feeling will change whether you did something <laughs> or not. So you end up being double-minded. And gosh, I wish I hadn't done that. Well, why did you? Because I felt like it. Well, why don't you do it again? Because I don't feel like it. Well, your life is a wreck because you are being led by emotions and feelings. So that is the conventional way of navigation for most people, and we don't want to do that. Mm. We, we want to stay away from that because wow. it gets you, it'll get you into the trouble that you're probably already in. We actually were talking about this earlier today, and we were sort of laughing at, you know, it's so human to think that you're getting a word from, you know, the spiritual word and you're like, Oh, well, wait a second. Was it the almighty or indigestion? I mean, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That unction. What is that working inside of me? Right. Maybe it's my lunch, but you know, we have to be very, very careful. And that's right. To mindfully know how you're navigating and what are the mechanics and the tools for doing that as a KB. And I love taking this moment to sort of pause and, and, you know, acknowledge that the hilarious, concept of taking something as ethereal and and eternal and explosively beautiful as you know the soul and spirit and shoving it together with with a human (laughs) with a human body and this human experience with chemicals raging and i mean the conflict that can occur it's it is funny i think it's well it is funny and you got the person (laughs) that runs around i'm intuitive i'm intuitive well look at your life right why didn't you see that coming what I did not see that coming. Whoa. What? My life. (laughs) That's perfect. So, but no. And, you know, while we're talking about what we use for guidance, it's also, look, it's also 
vital that all you guys listening today, make sure that you're also, you're not being led by judgments of other people, be it negative or positive. We're identifying when you do that with the egoist sense of being, it's the lower form of self. Mm. And the and also at the same time, get out of the business of need, needing to be validated, having your thoughts and your ideas and your dreams validated by someone. You're asking them to judge you. And that doesn't work for leading you anywhere except into the same life you're already experiencing. Mm. And this is how we dynamically get into that linear pursuit of something better in the journey of life, the curiosities of life, the delighting in our intellect in this life. Mm. And so really it's the journal that's got to be, spend time with it at least once daily. Write something down, even if it's, I don't know what to write down, period. Mm. And then you'll go back tomorrow and go, well, I know yesterday why I didn't know what to write down. That's why I wrote that down. And I've learned from that. I learned from scribing. I don't know what to write. Often, when I'm not sure of what I want to write down, I make I cast down all my imaginations. Stop thinking about those thoughts that are racing through my mind. And I get into the presence of breathing in and breathing out. Not thinking about anything. And that's why this candle and, and just some background music and that meditative state of being and I, is so vital. And I hold a pen in my hand, and I sit there with the paper, and I'll just start writing. I write one word, which will typically trail you off to another word. And be open to the unctions of spirit. And you'll be amazed at the sentence that will come out of you from higher consciousness, from oneness. And it would be an expression of self, a guiding light, uh, information that, wow, your Creator knew that you needed to have at this moment in your life. And so make sure that you don't miss a day of journaling. And then the logbook, the journal, shows you where you're going because it is a continuum from one day to the next. It's your footprints that will guide you off into the future. The logbook of our Articles of Convention, and that's the journal, that is our life's journey the guideposts that lead us. And the kinetic believer, Megan, understands that, you know what, they've got a sense of curiosity, and that is the genius that's leading them, and it's coming from within, and that it is not like anybody else. It is unique, and it is dynamic, and it is uh, your individual that is becoming an expression of things that are possible. And, you know, you always finish the podcast with a quote, and so I want to insert one of my own (laughs) right now. This is from you. This is one of your quotes. It's on the website, and it says, quite literally, when journaling, we're drawing the map for the places our mind has have explored and ways we can get there. Yeah. And I think that's really cool because these are manifestations. What we're writing in that journal, it is so precious to us. It's so deeply, deeply personal because these are lifetime dreams. These are dreams that we've held and carried with us for for years and decades. And I mean, that journal becomes such an intense expression of who we who we are today and who we want to be and what we can see coming. And and it almost feels like it's attached to you. <laughs> That's how mm-hmm. I feel about the journal. Well, you know, the average human being is average just because they don't live their lives on purpose. And even most people, when they, when they journal or they're working in a diary, 
is they are they are uh, scribing the things that they're experiencing, and their belief system is is simply dictating the experiences that they are accustomed to having. And sure, new things will show up on a vacation. Maybe a new person comes in your life, and you'll write those things down, and then you'll add something negative about it. Well, I just wish this had happened instead of that. Mm. A lot of people call that the law of attraction. Well, I just wish that my life were better. Well, what are you manifesting? You're manifesting that you just wish that your life was better. Mm. It's a circle. Yeah. Maybe when you were a teenager, maybe you kept a diary hidden under your mattress. I didn't, but my sister did. Um, But it was a place for her to confess her struggles and her fears. And, of course, I... She told me that, but to to do it <laughs> and to, to to do it in a way that you know, especially as a kid, most most kids, uh, the only way you can express your anger and your disappointment is to write it down and hide the book so that you can somehow avoid perhaps judgment or punishment because you wouldn't dare at the dinner table tell you tell your daddy what you think's wrong with him. I never did the diary, but I did write. Therapeutically, write runaway letters. <laughs> oh, that's so. I would pack my amazing, suitcase isn't it? and I would write the letter and tell them all the reasons <laughs> that I'm running away. And then I, by that time, I'm exhausted, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'll run away in the morning." And I never, you know, I never did. But you know that that is a natural inclination for us and for any human being that you've got these intense, bottled up feelings that need to be expressed, and mm-hmm. if you can't express it, you want to remove yourself from the environment. And so, typically. Because of the compulsion, it feels good to get rid of all of those negative thoughts. It feels good to do something with those feelings that are causing all of this mental unrest and to get it out of your head and to put it down on paper. Because then your world, even as a little girl, seems clearer. Mm-hmm. You just left behind all of the weight yeah. of the condemnation and the judgments. And you put it in one place, and now you can deal with it. Yeah. It's manageable now. It's in front of you. And, and you use the word, when you're telling us about this, you, you use the word observe very often. I feel like that's what this is. It's a form of, of helping yourself step back and become an observer mm-hmm. to these things. Yeah, and then as an adult, and an observer of the, the way things are going in your life, typically as an adult now, you stop using a diary once you reach adulthood because you're putting your hands to things. Now you can stay up as late as you want and eat whatever you want and <laughs> suffer the consequences of, you don't need to write it down, go ahead and live it. You're living the diary. (laughs) I'm a living diary. But the concept, it's the concept and its benefits that still apply. That's why the journal is so powerful to manifesting the life that you will experience. And in a kinetic belief journaling way, this is the difference between manifesting with the law of attraction and kinetic belief or not. Mm -hmm. This is what's missing. This is a simple thing. Uh, whoever sent in the emails, this is what's missing. And it's nothing more complicated than the imagination of a child because a double-minded person is still somebody that is influenced by negativity. And if this is you, if somebody knows, they know what buttons to push and those buttons are still plugged in, wired up and alive and hot and ready to be pushed, you got some work to do. Well, and I have to say, even to this day when I'm journaling, I... I have this rhythm of I always read yesterday's entry before I begin today's mm-hmm. because it's it's 
overwhelming. The I what you what you have grown into even just overnight, even in only 24 hours, our ability to grow and and morph and become more of what we want to is so, so huge. And so I love reading yesterday's and then recognizing what I'm improving upon as far as articulation, getting a bigger vision, always wanting a bigger vision than yesterday, a higher vision than yesterday, because that keeps me pushing and growing. And that mm. that's just always served me so well when using the guided journal you can see where you're going and you can see what's coming yes. and it keeps that the the energetics of that movement and that motion in place through yeah. your expectations yeah. and so keeping the kinetic belief journal the guided journal as a logbook, it's guiding you to also cast down all of the negative stuff all of the things that you are unbecoming that you believed whenever you believed it, mm. and those thoughts and all that stuff so that you can maintain then your purposeful good intentions for living this life. Well, and this this journey, this adventure that we're all on really together, it's it's a funny thing because it, it can feel like a slow fade. We, we rarely wake up in the morning with huge amounts of growth just raining down upon us. <laughs> so the journal for me is also vital in that it allows me to look back. It's like a little time capsule. And I can also look back in even previous journals, maybe one year ago. And it's it makes it so defined how far I've come, how much I've learned, how much I've grown, how much better I am at articulating my highest viewpoints and my highest self. And I think that's really important because many times being in the present moment, which is all we have, it can be a little you can feel a little untethered and, and not really feel like you've done that much as mm -hmm. if you've not grown that much. But then you just, all you have to do is open the journal, flip back a few months or a few years. And it's, it's crazy obvious. <laughs> it, it, it certainly is. And I think probably 35% of the responses that we get from journalers, and these are the kinetic believers that yeah. are doing this. Um, the responses are that the journey that they're on has been one, and, and it caught them completely by surprise, but it's been one that is leading them away from the stressors that they've carried for most of their lives. Yeah. It's, it's the journey of moving away from anxiety that's been there, and most often anxiety that they didn't realize yeah. that they were under the weight of. It's the journey of moving away from depression. And it's a miracle to a person that has struggled with depression their entire life and didn't have the answer to it. But they begin journaling, and then light begin coming into places that never saw the light of life and love and joy and happiness. Yeah. And it just the 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 constructs of the mental images that were resulting in a depressed state of being melts away on this person, mm -hmm. and they begin experiencing the freedom of life, the freedom of self-expression, the freedom of individualistic identity. Well, we need that, don't we? We need that tethering, that tethering from of the highest self to our experience that we're having right now in this life on Earth, having this human experience. We need to be able to to articulate that because I think as many times in our own minds, you can sort of see things as fuzzy visuals or pictures, but then if you are sort of forced to put it down into words and to fully articulate a vision, it's amazing how much more energy that takes. And, and it mm -hmm. even shows holes in your vision. I find that when I'm journaling something I was thinking about earlier that day, it if anything, it just reveals that I'm missing all these mm -hmm. pieces. I need to fill in this vision. Something that, and, and you 
uh, occasionally will share and 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 I, and I with you mm-hmm. different pages from the journal and something that I always admire about your unique way of journaling is occasionally you won't use words and you'll just draw something mm-hmm. you'll enhance your day with the images of what is an expression coming out of obviously an unction of your inner self and it's and it's beautiful there may be flowers where flowers don't in the real world grow you may have a mountain rising up out of a sea mm-hmm. and it's surrounded by lily pads and you can but you can articulate the expression of what i'm seeing through the images that you are journaling yes. and it's a very real tangible thing to you but it's part of your journey and it reminds you you say in an instant notice by opening up that page where you are now in the journey of expressing the curiosities that God has given you that's being manifested into the to the outer world. Well, that word expression just really brought all of this home for me because that's exactly what it is. We need to be free and be able to express ourselves in this highest viewpoint, this highest mm-hmm. form way that we typically haven't been able to. And the journal, it's just the perfect medium for that. Well, it's that that attracts, you know, that is an attraction for your authority. Mm. Regardless wow. of who you are, you have this godlike dominion that we hold fast to. And we put a demand on the creative authority of our unconditional love in order to regain the control of our emotions. And, and what this does is it vastly improves mental health. It vastly improves your bank account. It vastly improves all of your relationships, every single one of them. Not one of them can penetrate that wall of highest viewpoints and expectations of a kinetic believer who's operating in this manner as a way of life. Wow. You know, the course for dealing with any kind of an overwhelming emotion is through the motion of kinetic belief, the energetic of that journaling that's being you know put into motion, and it just automatically recalibrates the the sense and the wonder for living life that you and I were experiencing on the the our side of the mountain a little while ago, while the bottom dropped out, and even <laughs> a few hell pellets were being fired our way. But every single person. Everyone was created in the image of the Creator with an ability to attract whatever they are curious about and whatever they expect in that manner. And, you know, the, the footnote here is that it works for good or bad. Yeah. That's why we're good people, right? <laughs> that's why we, we want journal. good things, and that's why we journal. <laughs> because <laughs> most people most people just simply hope something good is going to happen to them. Look, nothing just happens. So to change things according to our, you know, your, your good original identity and purpose for being here, kinetic belief responds to all of those meditative thoughts that we're talking about. And so it's that journaling that changes our lives, and it changes the people in our lives. It changes the things in our lives. It changes the color of the space that we're occupying. And, you know, as our circumstances they continue to morph. You don't get to the end of this thing. You and I, we constantly remind ourselves, hey, we're at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> and we're we're right at the very beginning of our lives together. We're at the beginning of our lives individually. We're at the beginning of this journey. And next week, we'll be at the very beginning. Next year, we will be at the very beginning. When I'm 120 years old, I will be at the very beginning of this thing. <laughs> and so as our circumstances morph at the beginning changing our convictions that never changes Mm. we don't change our convictions that's what morphs the world around us it's like a laser 
Nothing can, nothing can stand down a laser. The laser stands down life, stands down uh, uh, hardness and uh, condemnation and convictions that are negative, judgments that are negative. And so it's that never-changing article of faith and expectation that changes the world around you. Somebody that holds the rudder, like on the sailboat, the rudder of your expectations, and you hold it steadfast, regardless of the listing, regardless of how hard the wind is blowing, the storms of life, whatever it's coming your way. If you will hold on and refuse to let go and continue to hold on, you can accomplish anything in his life. Galileo made observations that laid the foundation, really, for all of modern physics and astronomy. You know, he entered, he entered the... Um, University of Pisa, uh, Pesa, I think it said how you say it. At, he was 16 years old, and he went there to study medicine. But he he was sidetracked by mathematics. I was too in the seventh grade, but probably not for the same reason. But he was sidetracked by math, and he left without finishing his degree. Oh yeah, that's right. Galileo was a college dropout. Imagine that. But he is also known to challenge the beliefs of the church. But most interesting to me was Galileo contributed to the science of motion, which includes the, the formulation of inertia. And the inertia of energy is behind the power of kinetic belief. And just like Galileo and every other creative kinetic believer, all of us are advancing our minds and our bodies and our souls every single day. And we're doing it by meditating on the lives that we desire to manifest and to see form, not only now, but forever. And you do this in sequence in order to guide your thoughts and your forms toward the manifestations that you are expecting to see. People are always wanting to know, what can I do to manifest my desires? And the, the period of religious history began with the invention of writing, which I find fascinating. Because about 5,200 years ago, that's when people first began recording their expectations. Hmm. Kinetic belief is not a, a postmodern uh, construct. 5,200 years ago, that's when people first began recording what they expected to see in their lives. And it was at that same time that the power of belief began to rapidly change people's lives. Fast forward to postmodernism, and science is now observing the effects of the power of belief that began to be recorded 5,200 years ago. And they're observing it in the quantum lab. And I have combined spirituality with thought disciplines of the East and the West, with that of science, in order to help with the understanding of what I call the continuum mechanics of belief, which says human beings are, all of us, created within a universe that functions according to statistical averaging. And now this is fascinating. And statistical averaging can be used to assess to what extent continuity can be made. In other words, there is a predictable effect to every cause, so much so that we can learn from stories. 
and from memes, and we can teach each other and share with each other the what happened on the hunting trip, or how you found so many berries, or <laughs> where you've been and where you haven't been, stories, constructs. <laughs> this mushroom will kill you. This one will make you see God. <laughs> Exactly. How do you even find so we, that out? we learn we learn from these um, archetypal imaginations, but now this also presents a problem, doesn't it? Because mm-hmm. in that, when you begin to reason with the imagination of these things, and you do it using experiential knowledge and things that you believe that are wrong with this, wrong with me, negative about this, the outcome will kill you. Mm-hmm. This thing is bad. You're bad. All of us are bad. When you reason with these constructs by identifying with, what if I do this? What if I do that? And you're allowing the egoist sense of self to be your guiding light or the conversation mm-hmm. that's going to lead you away from the purpose for living. What you're doing is you're setting yourself up for an expected outcome. And that's why most people continue living the lives that they've always lived. That's why the drug addict, even when they've been off of the drug for three years, will more often than not go back to the same drug. Mm-hmm. But a kinetic believer uses continual mechanics of belief with the faith of a child to trust in the outcome of an unwavering highest expectation of their kinetic belief. And that is a belief that is held on to. I just know what I know, and I am putting a demand on this thing. And you can't move me off of what I expect. That this idea and this practice of meditative expectation has a predictable outcome of manifesting your best life. Understanding, Megan, all of this, how the universe was created and the bias of the creator and the intention for the blueprint for all of creation is how we understand what we believe unfolds the life that we are going to experience. Galileo said, he said that you cannot teach a man anything. You can only help him find it within himself. Mm. That's, again, pointing to the aptitude of curiosity, isn't it? Yes. You can't teach uh, one person who's not mathematically inclined the highest expression of mathematics because unless he has it within himself to be curious about that thing. And you know something, that is my hope, and we were talking about this earlier today, through what I write, what we do together collectively, through these podcasts that we are sometimes late getting to, um, through all of our conversations that we have with each other and the conversations we have with people that we're meeting every day when we're out, um, it's my hope that I not teach anybody anything, that I not Teach someone to do things like I do them or be curious about things that I'm curious about. But together that, you know something, Meg, as we go on this journey of discovery to locate our curiosities and then run off down the diverse paths that we're on in pursuit of whatever we shall find, it's my hope and aspiration that people learn, not because they've been taught, but learn to find that higher expression of self that already exists within. Beautiful. Look, every day of your life, you have a choice. 
and you get to decide where it is that you want to go. All you got to do is to imagine a place where all is well, a place where you are moving forward and enjoying an, an expanding full life, one that's filled with happiness and joy and wealth and good health, and KB's work at unbecoming all of those habitual expectations. And we replace the negative manifestations that have been showing up in our lives by attracting our best desires. And kinetic belief journaling sustains your advancement toward the continual peace and the prosperity. And like we're talking about today, Meg, purposeful journaling continues in our lives helping us to reach these new heights in every single direction, wherever we go in life. We can be on the other side of the world or on that other side of the planet, wherever we are, as long as we imagine to live beyond where we are. Kinetic believers, we speak differently, we carry ourselves differently, and we act differently while the substance of all the things we're hoping for is continually rearranging our lives. And like you said, there's no better place to be than a kinetic belief rally. Where <laughs> With a bunch of crazy cabies. Diverse cabies, <laughs> yes. right? Well, just let's say some things out loud here and oh, work yeah. on some of our highest viewpoints. Okay, let's do it. Just say, I am grateful. I'm grateful. For all of the wonderful manifested desires. For all of the wonderful manifested desires. That are showing up in my life. That are showing up in my life. I wake up each morning. Mm, I wake up each morning. So excited. So excited. To experience my authentic self. To experience my authentic self. In the sunshine. In the sunshine. Shine. In the cold, in the cold, or in the rain, or in the rain, I attract good things. I attract good things with the positive things I say. With the positive things that I say, I attract positive circumstances. Mm, I attract positive circumstances, and so many positive people, and so many positive people into the heart of my life. Into the heart of my life, I believe in my inner genius. Mm, I believe in my inner genius, and I make no apology. And I make no apologies. And I use my authority. I use my authority to advance my. Best life to advance my best life my mind body and soul my mind body and soul toward perfected completion toward con- perfected completion journaling journaling is establishing my conscious thought forms it's establishing my <laughs> conscious thought forms it's expanding my imagination it is expanding my imagination and it's aligning all of my actions and it's aligning all of my actions and my thoughts and my thoughts and the things i do and the stuff I do. <laughs> for attracting abundant prosperity into for, my life. For attracting abundant prosperity into my life. My desires. My desires. Are manifesting. They're manifesting. Right before our eyes. Right before our eyes. <laughs> more and more every day. More and more every day. My life is overflowing. Mm, my life is overflowing. With an abundance of happiness. With an abundance of happiness. And a heaping helping of joy. <laughs> And a heaping helping of joy. I am a living, breathing magnet. I'm a living, breathing magnet. For all of my desires. For all of my desires. Every single day. Every single day. I visualize my ideal life. I visualize my ideal life. With unwaveringly. With unwaveringly. Kinetic belief. Kinetic belief. To expand my territory. To expand my territory. And right now. 
Right now. I possess. I possess. The inner power. The inner power. To establish my reality. To establish my reality. As I choose it to be. As I choose it to be. Wow, what a fun podcast. I'm ready to do some lighthearted journaling this evening. (laughs) And you know, I think tomorrow we should podcast before we go on the hike, don't you think? (laughs) Great idea. Okay, cool. (laughs) That's a good idea. Why don't we we could podcast on the hike? Ooh, let's do that. We're we're ready to do that. We're so close. Right. Yeah, make sure you check out StephenCanyon.com to see the journal and also to keep checking back there because we're adding new things all the time and we are working on the kinetic belief membership i can't wait to share it with everyone sending out much love and light to all ukb creators all over the world and uh, we're championing you yes thanks as usual Stephen, for all the wisdom bye